Welcome to the Hawkeye Hall here on 1700 KBGG. Hey, where's the where's the poster, Trent? You took down the 1700 poster. We are uh, getting new, get new, new logos and new stuff. New stuff, and... uh, television in here. We're moving what? on up into the 21st century in 2018. You talked them into investing are, in the you're product. You're talking about something we can watch, not something that'll broadcast. Correct. Correct. So, okay. Yeah. So like we get like when things are happening, they can pay attention to them on on the well, air. Back in our days at the uh, sports bars, we were always able to. <laughs> yeah, we right, know right. we were. We always had a TV and right in front of us. This time of year, that was a nice thing to have yeah. because we would do weather updates. Wait, it's, could you <laughs> it's very snowy. <laughs> it's sunny. And, Whatever. And, and, yeah. Brett Ridge, Dave Crane Jr., Trent Condon here with you on the Hawkeye Huddle. Uh, talking everything about the world of the Iowa Hawkeyes for the next hour, as we do each week from 5, 6 o'clock on Tuesdays. Follow uh, us on social media at, at you Hawkeye can do that. Huddle, and you're uh, at Hawkeye Huddle, too, and you're at Trent Condon. Yes, you got them all. Look at us. We're the only we're, three that like each other's stuff, so what the hell? <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's liked by two people. That was oh, a little hard symbol there by two people, Trent and, and David. Okay. Good. And your Very son. Good. And my son. Every once in a while. By not the way, other... if you're listening, thank you, and get the uh, rest of the dorm yeah. hooked up on yeah. uh, Please the podcast. Please hook him up. I mean, yeah, he's got to hook us up. That's true. He doesn't have paying... to hook us up. He should they're, hook they're, uh, them up. They're not pay... That's right. They're not paying attention to clearly the place they should get all their information. That's right. That's right. <laughs> real well, sports so... talk for real sports real, fans. That's... <laughs> we're not sitting here talking about... We're not just sitting here talking no. about uh, wide, right, natty light. No, no. We're, <laughs> we're not talking about beer. We're not talking we're about... We're not doing all New England no. Patriots all the time. Exactly. All Boston... Uh, more lo- Des Moines local sports talk <laughs> with the Boston Red Sox. Bob Ryan of the Boston Globe. Uh, <laughs> Mike and the Mad Dog will be on here later on talking Yankees. Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> enough pretty fun, funny. Enough fun with that. So Hawkeye, uh, Hawkeye men with a, a a victory. Hey, we didn't think it would happen. Um, then again, at some point in time, you got to know what do we, what do we really know? They go on the road to Illinois last week. Had to go to overtime to do it, but came from twenty points behind. They come up with a victory, one hundred four to ninety seven. Trent, you want to know how this happened? What so, do you got? So the first half, it, it's clearly I, us. It was us. It's all us. Here's I how. decided to join Ridge. At a local establishment. The, sure. new, the new 1908 Draft House, 50th and EP True. Mm-hmm. They do not pay us to say that. Nope, but we were there. But we were there. First half is going. Very badly. It was R- awful. Ridge is drinking a Coke. What? He's having a freaking soda. I and have he's ha- sitting there, and he's got the, I don't feel very good. I'm wearing my coat. <laughs> and I mean, I've been sick for like cold, 10 dude. previous days. Yeah. In fact, I've been so sick, I'm not sure I've even been in my own bed since 2018 happened due to not wanting to get anyone else in the house sick, mostly these my are, wife. These are his own issues, by the way, not mine. So yes. we watched the first half, and he's sitting there, and he's coughing and hacking, and the bill comes in. It's three bucks for a soda. And I mean to tell you, you'd have thought he owed you another $10, That's which he just only paid true. 80% of. I paid the other 20 It's not true. It was difficult so for them to make change. Under the death of cold, to leave the establishment, I moved down to his seat, so it was clearly not a seat issue. It was just merely our presence. This is why we don't watch games together. It doesn't go well. Well, I think I got in the car, and they went on a 10-point run. Just like that. And he never got out of the <laughs> no, car. No, it should in be fact, noted. We had to defrost him the next morning. Yes, I never left the car. No, it should be noted. I did not have a cold. I had a stomach issue, which therefore... Oh, he had the you runs did, That's right. And if we lived in Omaha, which are he terrific. could have had the runs from a runs They are terrific, and they do... Yeah. Now, um, yeah, I got home, and, cl- and clearly, and as you said, you switch seats, I left the bar... The Hawks go on a streak. Bada bing, bada boom. It was like Hawks a twenty-two win. to five run in four minutes. It was beautiful. Well, you know what really happened? Uh, you had to pay three dollars for a soda. Aside from that, what really happened is the Hawks actually played just a little bit of a modicum of defense. Illinois is not very good, and Iowa started moving the basketball around and getting more people involved, other than their outside shooters. Who this just in? If you throw the ball inside a few times, the outside guys get open a little bit more. Iowa started playing better basketball in the second half, and they were clearly when they when they do what they need to do, they're good enough well, to, and, to play with a lot of teams. And they got a, and they got guys other than Tyler Cook involved. Luca Garza had a great game. Ryan Creener 
had a great game. Which he's been struggling. You know, I thought I really thought I he thought was one of those guys who's played uh, a year. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Since yeah. since definitely since last year, absolutely. And it, it, right down to the where they worked that shot clock down, and he got that last second ball to drop on the on the side. And you know, he's he's missed some shots this year when I've thought he's had good touch going into the year, and and he's he's had a, lot, a number of turnovers. But I think he's one of those guys that needs. Time on the court, and he also needs to feel like he's not coming out if he makes one mistake. Kind of Dom Yule. Well, <laughs> wait, we had a, wait, wait, is, he, is, he, still is he still on the team? He's there. Yeah, I don't want to change subjects because we, get, we need to keep talking about Creener. But so you stay on Creener. You has played like one minute Dude, that this was year. A, that was a musical interlude. Stay on Creener. Okay, well I'll come back to that. I'm curious. I want to see how many minutes. And is is he eligible for red shirt? I'm no. theory he's not eligible to red no. shirt. No. Then why is he not playing at all? He's not very transition. good. Well, I understand that, but they're you can't ter- play everybody. The team was always well, we, we got we got we got Brand's boy over here. You they've can't play played, them all. They've played everybody. We're trying. All right, so Hawks get down to about a seven eight man rotation in this game. Um, Brady Ellingson barely played. Fine, right? Uh, Cordell uh, Cordell Pemsel got into foul trouble, so he didn't play very much. So you were basically down to seven men. And 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 the that's who of, of Nunji is somewhat notable yet. Understandable think, at this point. Yes, yeah. I don't think should be unexpected because no. he's so thin. He's so Garza is a big dude who's always been big and plays inside and plays big. Nunji doesn't play big. He's sort of he reminds me of Brad Lowhouse. Okay, uh, you know what? Uh, Lowhouse is one of the few guys that had the. I mean, Nunji or excuse me, Garza is one of the few guys that has the outside shooting capability. Coming into this, the free throw capability, and he can hit the three. I'll give you Lowhouse a little bit on that. I will. Uh, uh, normally, you know, a lot of these big guys can't hit the three, and Lowhouse could we hit didn't the three. Realize Lowhouse could hit the three until Doctor Tom got right. There. Now suddenly he was trailing on the fast break, which was genius, and would be what most teams in the NBA end up happening have having happen a he lot. Was you Jack know, Sigma of your Seattle SuperSonics. He was drilling. Yes, he was the first stretch five. The first stretch there five. Jack Sigma. Oh, what a team. We'll talk about my teams here in just a little bit because what we're gonna have a goal to talk about. We're going, perm? We're going no, skull. No, no, your your mic will be cut off. Yeah, we're going anyway. <laughs> this is the Hawkeye. Album. Yeah, um, <laughs> but you're no, you're right. I think I think Garza's Garza's big enough and strong enough that he's ready to play right now. And clearly, he's figuring out how to use his body in the Big Ten. It's taken him a little while against better teams, against the 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 lesser lesser teams early in the year. He was doing very well, and and this game. And actually, I saw it in Ohio State. He had 15 points against Ohio State last week, even though in a losing effort. I think he's figuring it out, and he's big enough and strong enough to to actually effectively play right now. Well, and one of the biggest things, so he scored 15 against Ohio State. They had a big lumbering guy as well. You know, right, he, he right. Can, against Illinois, and especially when Finky wasn't playing, who did not play very well in that game. He didn't play hardly at all. I mean, he was playing against Laurent Black, who is... An, an undersized, yep. athletic, a guy that can get away playing center the way college basketball is played today. Those are the guys that he has struggled with, and he played well. And I think that says a lot about his development, as now he's being able to do it against a guy kind of built like him, but also do it against a guy like well, that. Well, you saw it in two plays, right? One, one they actually ended up calling a charge on him in overtime, which, oh. was, which was just putrid, right? But he, he, I, he My, my down, inner Brett Ridge was pulled out. Well, he, well, he, he moved to the side as he made that layup, right? He dribbled well, that, the ball, he moved horrible. to the side. That was, that was horrible. And, and well, I'm not complaining about the call as much as I'm saying. It was, it was a great move, right? A lot of guys would go straight in and bolt right over the guy. Okay, number that's number one. Number two, that rebound and putback where he got knocked to the floor in well, overtime. What about uh, the terrific. Frank Kaminsky move from the top of the key? Oh yeah, the spin around. I he forgot about a that one. Spinner and uh, little half bank or whatever. Lots of reasons. Feet. Lots of reasons to be excited about what he's going to be able to do offensively. And then I thought, you know, when you when you looked at the rest of the team, I thought the guys got a lot more active and a lot more intelligent defensively. Now Illinois is probably the other dumbest team in the league. As yes. far as uh, the way they protect the basketball, but Iowa was dropping their zone at the right time. Guys were getting in the passing lanes, and they were doing a few more things that were just a little bit more, was, more right on the was defensive it end. That had like three tips in a row in the zone, and all of a sudden his hands and then Nicholas Bear's hands yeah, yeah. were in the way. Yeah. And, and you're like, well, maybe this is how a zone defense is supposed to work, as opposed to ever. Let's have they were fun. active. Yeah, let's have five guys stand around the lane and let everybody pass around, and then whoever's the best shooter shoot. And, I, and I'm sorry, this is where I come back to it. Last year there were guys that were doing this, and this year they haven't been. So there's clearly some capability there. 
And the guy that was that had to sit because he got into foul trouble because of three times that he jumped out on a shooter and fouled a guy shooting long range shots was Pemsel. And so if 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 it's the if it's the fact that he's lost so much weight this year he can't throw it around or if I don't know what it is, but he's clearly not the same confidence level and 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 he's he's running around very scattered out there. If that's the case, he's got to sit. Nunji's got to sit because he's too well, he's too young. And let's let's well whatever. <laughs> let's go with these seven guys and maybe you bring Pemsel off the bench after that. Um, if Creener doesn't have Kreiner it, doesn't, then, right. then you go Pemsel. Right. If he doesn't, then neither. Of them. But other than that, your other guys all were delivering and they were all playing together. And 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 Franz got. I, I hope he realizes because he keeps saying, "Oh, those guys got to play. These guys deserve to play." No, Fran, they don't. Nope. They just don't. I mean, this is why why well, everybody go, doesn't go, go eleven men deep and five playing them all. Or you can go one and zero, mm-hmm. play a few. Right now, you know, foul trouble is a whole different thing. And and there again, you know, you they, know Illinois got into huge foul trouble. So on what? Saturday, you're going to have what's his name, Hap, the big seven foot yeah. two kid from Purdue, yeah, is coming in. Okay, you got twenty fouls sitting there. Hack him, foul then, him. Then if the, if, if those guys are going to play, that's what you that, should having that, them be having them do. Right, and, right. And for whatever you do, don't not double team them like. Minnesota thought, well, we'll just let's see if he can beat us. In the first <laughs> 12 minutes of the game, what do you have, 16 points? It was just... And they got a pretty good defender in Jordan Murphy. Yeah. yeah and, and, and it didn't matter. And, and, it, and they, he couldn't stop. He was no. just unstoppable. Yeah. And if the Hawks try to play defense like that against Purdue, I mean, we're going to get beat by 30. Uh, oh, yeah. You can't... And we could get beat by 30 in a lot of, for a lot of different reasons on Saturday. But one of the interesting things about this game is, as it progressed, Iowa starts... This is the first time all year I think Iowa is really gotten into that we shoot more free throws than the other team we make more than the other team shoots they went uh f- uh, what 33 of 40 40 free throws in this game for Iowa of note how none of the three guards dad taking him into the yeah. gym saying shut your eyes until you make five or not we're gonna stand here he's 10 for 10 yeah but you know why because he shot 90 percent in high school so clearly when they were one for eight and he was 0 for four at Iowa State something something's just not clicking right. Get yourself it's back that in. Get your percent metal, fifty percent physical. Part. Yes, Yogi. Thank you, Yogi. Uh, but uh, Yogi, you're right. Right. There's uh, clearly there's some capability there that wasn't connecting up, and it, and it's he's settling into his role. I was shooting eighty two percent from the free throw lines. Great in any game, let alone thirty three of forty. I mean, you know, that's crazy. That, well, what forty means is they're going to the basket. They're getting offensive rebounds. They're getting putbacks in there, and they're playing a game inside out instead of trying to play it outside in. And when you don't have a point guard, you have to play that way. It also means Bo Borowski and Terry Weimer are not on the court officiating the oh, ball game. But how about Isaiah Moss? Didn't shoot it well, zero for four from downtown, but did more than just so went right to three with foot on the line. That's happened a lot this year. And went to went to the hole but a few times, right? So and got to the line a few times. Yeah, he has to and, do that, and he can make free throws. He can absolutely right, which is why Ahmad Wagner needs to be one of those guys that's never playing. Right, he can't play offense, and Moss has Moss has more than an outside shot, and he might as well if he might as well start using. That. He can't yeah. just yep. settle for being a jump shooter. And the last two games, when well, two games ago, the shot was there against Maryland. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah. He was on fire at least first half. Yeah. And then it wasn't there against Illinois, but he did other things. Yeah. He went to because he's one of the few guys on this team that can get to that the rim off the bounce. It. Yeah. And his who knows, maybe he figures it out, right? Yeah. Because because you're right. It, what's encouraging there is simply that he found a different way to help than shooting the long jump shots. You know, it's interesting. I Illinois plays such pressure defense, I mean, a long ways from the basket. I think it forced him he wasn't open to just take a three to settle. Yeah, yeah. so so yeah. he had to go to the hole yeah. in order to to do anything. Um, and I just I just I wonder if that was a function or if somebody finally got in his ear and it registered that said quit shooting the freaking ball. You're twenty eight percent from three and go to the basket and see if you can get a free throw where you're shooting seventy five percent. This just in that's like three times better. <laughs> Thank you. And then this just in. Tyler Cook actually led the team in scoring. Mm-hmm. And we're not even talking about that, right? Uh, well, because Tyler Cook should always lead because, the team because in scoring. He, well, I, He's but that's my point. Player. He's your best player. He gets twenty one, and you're more excited because other guys actually are starting to fill their role. And that's no, that's more why excited because he scored one hundred four in the road and they won. 
Last time they came from 20 down was uh, was uh, also, was it, oh wait, it was one of th- only three times. No, was it Illinois. was not the last time. No. The last it, time they came from that far down, I think, was the Chris Street game. No. No, they the were 18? only down 17 in that one. Oh, 17, only down 17 with four minutes to go. Two, yeah. yeah, yeah, two and a half. It was uh, under under four times. Val Barnes and company with that one. But no, I do remember the Illinois uh, come from behind. B.J. Armstrong, those guys. uh, We all kind of hit a three. Uh, well, to send it to overtime, I yeah. think, and they and they were. I thought they were down. It seemed like somebody. They I were said down like twenty five. I thought they were down twenty six. Yeah, yeah something, something like that. that. They were they were way behind. And that was a great Illinois team. Mm-hmm. That was the one difference in this. <laughs> that was a, that was a terrific Illinois well, you team had a that year. Iowa team and a terrific Illinois team. Now you yeah. have a crappy Iowa team and a crappy Illinois team. Right. The only thing you can say is that, uh, well, they, one they, of them floated. They they didn't give up. Yeah, one of them did. They didn't give up, and there's something to be said for that. When you're down 20 on the road, things aren't going that well, and you're 0-5. And you have won a game, yes. Rutgers tomorrow night for the Hawks. Purdue on Saturday. We'll come back, talk a little Hawkeye wrestling. Big win on Sunday as well. Uh, that along with a little bit of women's basketball and uh, diving into a little bit more. When we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. It's that time of year. The cold weather is here. The Animal Rescue League wants to remind you that unpredictable winter weather can be very dangerous for your animals, and we encourage you to bring them inside this time of year. Animals should not be left in cars and should only be outside long enough to relieve themselves. If you witness a situation where an animal is in danger due to weather conditions, call your local law enforcement or animal control. Sponsored by Think About Your Eyes. Seeing is a gift that needs protecting with yearly eye exams. Find a doctor near you at thinkaboutyoureyes.com and make an appointment today. Showplace Kitchens is changing our name to Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. What hasn't changed is the commitment of our professional design staff to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. This is Jake Sweezy from 1700 KBGG. In a car crash, unbuckled passengers can become projectiles and increase the risk of hurting or killing others in the car by 40%. Make zero fatalities your goal. Buckle up every seat, every time. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, 
a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessi family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Whether or not we're on the air, we're just sitting here chatting away, talking about last year's game, Iowa Rutgers game, and none of us have headphones on. Trent looks up. Hey, here we're we're back. back. Here we go. Welcome back, Doc. Hello, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr., Trent Condon. No, uh, Trent's going to stick with us tonight. Uh, you and I and Drake playing basketball, so no high school basketball here tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, what but, time uh, does Gary Rima get on the on the airwaves? Sports guy Gary Rima will jump Sports aboard at 6.30. He'll okay. take the airwaves with the pregame show, 7.02 tip, and you can catch it here on 1700 or on your television on NBC Sports Chicago. NBC Sports Chicago. Want to 665 thank- on your direct TV. You got it. Oh. want to thank our uh, great sponsors in the program. Of course, our friends out at uh, Christopher's. Nice restaurant out there in Beaverdale. Get out wonderful. there and enjoy the wonderful food that you can have there. Uh, Templeton Rye, we'll get our last call coming a little later on. Maybe we can figure out a way to do something accurate. But but if we just guess against the Hawks, that's always a good thing. We right? are uh, O yeah. for December. Yeah, we're, and we, have, we are halfway through January. I think we had the we had football red much better this year. We were well, no closer. question. Yeah, it's, it's a little easier. I football suppose. team won. Yeah, <laughs> every once in a while. And uh, of course, uh, Kozlowski Law. Thanks to Dave Kozlowski, uh, his family law. Let's uh, not forget to thank our great Cyclone friends who are friends of the Hawkeye Huddle for working hard on them, paying for for their spot. They claimed they'd give us they money. They claimed they'd give us money for it. <laughs> they are cycling fr- friends friends who are friends of the Hawkeye Huddle, right? We have plenty of them. We, a bunch the of them mail, were right? at our, our friend Brad Halley's uh, party there. And the hol- it's it's a holiday party, even though it's a two weeks later. So you got Creighton pulls out this bottle of hooch. How old did we determine this was? It's my grandpa grandfather's bottle of hooch that he used to keep in his car because he was allergic to the nitroglycerin. Okay. And so he actually had a doctor's note from his stepson, who is a doctor, that said, uh, you know, he's allowed to carry this. And it still had the old Iowa liquor store tag on it. Oh, yeah. sealed. Never, it's never, still sealed. Never been opened. The, the bourbon had ne- it was bourbon supreme. It's probably a dollar fifty dollar fifty bottle. It lasted about ten minutes. Yeah. Delicious, huh? <laughs> well, we passed it around a couple times. Called uh, it. Good. I, I I don't know if it was delicious or not, but we enjoyed Actually, it. We it had was fun not with that it. That bad? No, it wasn't. Not for considering it was probably really God really bless expensive. You, Lester, it was. It was enough to get us then to go actually go out on Saturday night and stand around a bonfire from eleven thirty to one in the morning drinking more oh, beer. I was gone. So, I was gone. Uh, I think still it's twelve thirty. Either way, we had a, we had a good time. I was home by eleven thirty. Yeah. We talking? Oh yeah, you were. See, who, he, here he's giving me uh, uh-huh. for the business for leaving the bar. Uh, he leaves the party early. My ride was leaving, and I left. That's true. 
Uh, and I did not. That. And I did not drive. Uh, it was a good decision, although <laughs> I'm not sure. You, anyway, well, I mean, and I sure your driver, well, your ride was even in better shape. Somebody else might, but not me. Hawkeye wrestlers with yeah, a big, to bail them out. big victory on Sunday afternoon. Hopefully, a lot of you got to see it. Uh, I, I had I was splitting the uh, Vikings and and uh, well, and I was part, it was right side by side uh, on. So I didn't have to. I, I could just move my eyes back and forth as Iowa first, beat Oklahoma State twenty three, to twelve. First, First three weights were before the game. They were done. They were, but uh, so the first three weights were. So you saw a couple of Iowa victories. You got uh, you you got Spencer. Well, you saw Spencer Lee in there. I think Sorensen was just getting to the end of toying with his guy at one forty nine when the Vikings Mm -hmm. kicked off. Uh, He had the technical fall that was just just destroying this guy. You know, letting him up, letting him up, taking him down, letting him up, taking him down, toying with him. It Sorensen's appears good. that he is on a collision course with the dude from Penn State for the national championship. Uh, to, that would be that would be a, a good choice. So good your national championship pre- preview will be in the Big Ten finals, probably. Probably. And I'm guessing that's not the only one. Uh, Kemmerer got the win the other day. That was just a straight up win. He's also ranked number two. Marinelli with the slight upset, five to two. Uh, he's ranked number eleven to eight at one fifty five. It was Mitch Bowman with the upset at. 184 took out Keegan Moore, who was ranked. Bowman is not ranked. Took him out um, at 184. That pretty much locked things up for Iowa. And then Sam Stoll had the sudden victory. Two ranked wrestlers again uh, at the heavyweight. Iowa has Ohio State, who's ranked number one or number two, depending on the internet or whatever poll. I uh, that coming up this weekend me when I saw that on the on the broadcast that uh, the Ohio State University is number one. I thought one sure in wrestling. it was Penn. Well, but from what I see on the Hawkeye website on HawkeyeSports.com. Ohio State's number two, so I'm not sure what service BTN had going on, but yeah, I saw that crawling across the bottom. Either I mean, way, what is Iowa this? up to number College four this week, by the way. Seventies. Uh, UPI has currently got yeah. Ohio State at two, and yeah, Penn the, State at the one. The United Press International. And the AP has got them flip flopped. Um, Iowa is quietly now with Spencer Lee as as easily as he's winning matches. They Although they he have looked gassed. At he, the end well, of that. he well he came out like a house of fire, didn't he? Well, he had eight and he, points. It was eight in the first eight zero, and then he he kind of limped home at ten to five, right? But it, so they'll they'll tone him down a little bit. They'll get his head the head on straight. But what they're looking at now, they've got five guys who legitimately have a shot at least a top three finish. They are legitimately looking like they can score some points at the nationals. I don't know if you're going to win it, but they, but they're going to. They you know a few weeks ago you were looking at this team a year away, and I think right now and and I you know I've read a couple of other um, a couple of other um, reporters have said you know start adding this up. It's closer. Penn State still and Ohio State still have far and away the the, the vast majority of ranked wrestlers are going to run you into the ground. But he doesn't know anything of what he I speaks. do know. A little bit. I watch. I like watching the wrestling. I tell you what, it, it watching is, wrestling at a bar is an interesting experience because if you're watching at a place where people know wrestling, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. But if you're sitting at a bar like I was uh, Sunday afternoon, where nobody knew what was going on, and I was pretty much the only one watching, um, it's sort of a disappointing environment. It just it doesn't help. I had at least three other guys sitting I mean, next to me that were watching as well, and we were going. We were yelling at the TV, but you're right. Everybody else is watching football, and we're watching a combination or, or, of football or, or, or and talking yeah, to one yeah, another yes. and discussing the latest in accoutrements that go along with. Well, we whatever. did have a little bit of a, a dispute with one gentleman who wanted the touch tunes on instead of the uh, the instead of instead the airing, on, the airing of the grievances. The airing of the of the uh, well, we didn't even get we didn't get the wrestling airing, but uh, we saw it. But he we didn't want the football, want the football game, game, game on, right? And the, Did you send him down to uh, Blazing Saddles we, where they would put that on for him? We, we uh, summarily uh, dismissed him. <laughs> Your, Was he evacuated? Um, uh, he eventually went bowling, apparently. Uh, well, that no, doesn't no, surprise me. Disco bowling, yeah, I'm sure, started uh, about the, six at yeah. Warrior Lanes. Because uh, the Vikings and, and Saints were on at that point, and, and all bets were off at that point. Well, all bets were on, actually. All bets were on. Clearly knew where. I, so, I did, could let not. Let me ask you. Yeah. What did you think of the extra point? Ah, oh, well, as somebody that was holding a ticket, laying the points, I wanted oh, to kick it. You were disappointed. Kick it! I had the Saints plus five and a half. Couldn't have been I, happier. Oh, look at you. I knew you did. Well, in what I, what was weird is it never even occurred to me that Minnesota could score a touchdown. 
Yeah. Right. You're all thinking he's getting out of bounds for a field goal, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're not worried at all, it's right? One of, it's one of the five best plays I've seen in an NFL game that I can remember. Um, it was as good as the immaculate reception because it you didn't think that was going to happen either. Hmm. And you could actually see this one. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they had four cameras in yeah. 1972 when that yeah. happened. And this one, we've got eight thousand people had had uh, you know their their phones out and you know. So did, you hear, this. did do you really think Sean Payton was doing the school chant before, or do you think he was actually trying to get his guys' attention and and call some sort of defensive play? He's a big of a, a, enough of a horse that I, it's possible. It's possible. I, I didn't even say probable. Yeah. I could see that. Listen, I, it, it turns out that what, what do they call the the bounty gate, right? The game the last time when they played the Vikings in the NFC Championship, that, that you know he did have a bounty on guys' heads. Yeah. You know how he didn't. I mean, the, the guy is not. He's not a good dude, right? Unless you play for <laughs> he's him, good, he's a good coach, right? You play for him, and he's yeah. a good coach, right? How many so, Super Bowls have the Vikings won? Yeah. Uh, listen, how many I've, Super Bowls have the Vikings? Won? I am not a fan. I have not been a fan until Mike Zimmer came along. You know this. I have not been a fan of anybody since Burnsy, Bud Grant and Burnsy. They were fine. After that, everybody's been idiots. Okay, we got like Denny 20, Green. We got like out. twenty seconds. Mike or Tice, are you kidding me? But did you Leslie Frazier? Did you come on? Did you see the picture of Bud Grant when it was? The, oh yeah, the yeah. Seattle game. He's out there in uh, a polo shirt. <laughs> it's like four below yeah. zero, and he's standing there. Hands on his hips, yep. looking at Seattle, going, "Really, really? We wouldn't even have heaters." Bud Grant's the best. Bud He's Grant, a badass. Bud, Bud Grant was awesome. Real have quick. you ever gone to his garage sale? No. He has a garage sale every like, year with old memorabilia and all kinds of stuff. Really? Seriously, where's that? Yeah, at his house. In you, Minneapolis. You didn't, you didn't know this? I didn't know this. Mister Viking. Oh, I got to find the next one. I think we should uh, all go. Oh, we're going road trip. That's this is a road trip. Take we it, the Hawkeye it. huddle on the road Woo! from Bud Grant's house. We'll set up a card table. We'll, we'll go to Bullwinkles at the U and have a good one. <laughs> Hawkeye women's basketball lost uh, their only contest of the week, seventy-six to seventy. Megan Gustinson, guess what? She had thirty-seven points, and she's once again the Big Ten Player of the Week six times this year. That's a record, tied to record. So one more, and she'll get that uh, look at it. They're fifteen and three, three and two, seventeenth ranked uh, right now. Nebraska tonight at 7 p.m., number 20 Nebraska on the road, so that's a big one for them. All right, we'll take a break. Grab Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. When we come back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Sponsored by Dell. Need help finding the right Dell PCs with the Intel Core processor for your business? Call 877-BY-DELL to talk to a Dell small business tech advisor. As a poop emoji, I see a lot of crap out on the road. But if you get in a car and don't wear a seatbelt, you're being a real head. Buckle up and make zero fatalities your goal in Iowa. Your appliances should make your life easier. Save on them, and that makes your budget easier. At the Home Depot, get up to 30% savings on appliance special buys. Like a side-by-side fridge from GE in a slate finish, now just $1,098. Looks great. Makes it easier to get around the kitchen. Easier on your budget. It's an easy choice. With savings of up to 30%, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details valid through January 17th. Febreze Car presents When Stinks Interrupt. Thanks for the ride, sis. No problem. Good flight? Yeah, it... Oh. Chicken nuggets. Chick, chick, chicken nuggets. Um, did you stop... Chicken? 
for fast food? Nuggets. Not today. Why? Oh, chicky chicken nuggets. Pro tip, sis. Pick up Febreze car, then pick up your brother. Febreze car has two new ways to drive away embarrassing odors. Now available without heavy perfumes or with extra bold scent. Breathe happy Febreze. La, 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 la. Your home for UNI basketball is right here, 1700 KBGG. It's stolen away. McLeod's got it for UNI. Juwan for Brown. He'll throw it inside to pick. He laid it up and in. Catch every Panther basketball game home and away on 1700 KBGG with a call from Gary Rima. And the head coach for the Panthers, Ben Jacobson, joins Jimmy B and TC each Monday at 515. Presented by Washer Systems of Iowa. Your home for the Panthers, 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net. For Wolf Construction, A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at therookiesportscards.com. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37. 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Does this song make you think of Chris Street? Uh, it doesn't, but we can talk a lot about Chris Street because they're going to do some cool stuff uh, here on Saturday with we the Purdue game. We can talk about that later. Well, we-, we can bring that up with Tom Kicker of HawkeyeReport.com, who joins us now as he does each week on the... Uh, do we have, a, do we have a, uh, a sponsor for your line, a hotline here? We need to get that. Not yet. How about comes the, in the Hawkeye spring. Report hotline? Hey, that yeah, we'll, do right. we'll do it for right now. Invoices in the mail, Tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, Tom. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. So they are planning some some dinner on Friday night uh, with a bunch of former players, including some of Chris's former teammates that'll be there. So I think it'll be really cool. Uh, cool event. It would be apropos if the Hawks would somehow pull off the upset and beat Purdue on Saturday, uh, much in the manner that they beat Michigan State in the first game back. Um, and, how, Michigan, and then Michigan, they beat then, Michigan yeah. in the first home game on Super Bowl Sunday yeah. after he passed. Uh, you know, it was 25 years ago, and I, I remember it distinctly. Yeah, so do I. I mean, it's just one of those moments in your life where you – you know, you're a fan of something. There are life events. Like, everybody knows where you were, you know, if you're of a certain age when the, the Challenger's space shuttle exploded, when right. the um, 9-11 happened. Um, and if you're a diehard Iowa fan, you remember exactly where you were when you found out that Chris died. Um, and by the way, I should mention, Rick Brown has a terrific book out. I have not read it, but I know it's going to be terrific because Rick wrote it, and he's, he is uh, one of his kind of life's work type of deals. And uh, um, Rick is going to be signing copies of uh, of the book on the concourse uh, during the game, before and during the game. So uh, I encourage fans to go up there and buy a copy and Rick will sign it to you personally. 
And I know he's going to be part of the halftime festivities. I, I heard that a little earlier in the week, too. So um, one one cool thing, additional thing with that. Yeah, you know, it is. It's one of those defining things. As, a, as an Iowa fan, it's kind of strange that that, that would uh, kind Were of... Were you still in college? I was. I was at the airliner. And they came in and shut the place down. Did and, they? Yeah. Um, Randy Larson walked <clears> in and said, <throat> we're, we're close? I can't remember who it was. That's that's my recollection, but I don't want to say that and be wrong. Could have been 2 a.m. Uh, it wasn't that It wasn't that late. <laughs> Actually, I, it was like I, 9.30 yeah, or something. Yeah, as I recall, we just got there, right? Yeah. So um, it, I wasn't foggy for any reason other than the fact that it was just... And I remember we went out on the street in front of the building, and they kind of explained, you know, the people were the... The word of mouth was passing as to what had happened, and we were just standing out there talking out there, and uh, you know, in front of the building. So, um, yeah, it's it, I was I was there, and then I was at the Michigan game. Um, uh, well, I remember obviously not at in East Lansing when they came from seventeen down to win that game, but at the Michigan game as they uh, won that that day, and I remember his parents vividly. You know, they showed a lot of shots on TV, TV but you know, they were. They were as in a position of prominence that day where everybody could see where they were and how they were acting to the game, and it was so emotional. And it was emotional for the fans that day. It really was. It was, but it, it was also a different era in Iowa basketball. You know, um, we used to fill the, the stadium with that. Carver Hawkeye was one quarter full of, of students at that point in time, not a section and a half. You know, yep. it was, so yep. it was a little different. Yep, things are different. It's just, uh, and I I was there just a little bit before then as a student and. It was, you know, the student section was three full sections, and it was, and it was full, and and fans were there. We were there uh, early, and it was always packed. And now you can, I, I'll guarantee you, Saturday if students back. That place would be half full at best. One section just won't be fans there, and it's too bad that it just hasn't. I, I know that it's also a real frustration for. Um, for some of the, the coaching staff that they haven't gotten the student support that they thought they would for this team or for any team, really. I mean, you look back at all the teams under Fran and they just haven't gotten that student support um, that uh, you would expect. You know what? I'll lay this on the university. Let them in for free. Don't charge them. Encourage them to go. Give I, I, here's, here's, here's my, my argument against that. And it's simply... I don't even think if you let them in for free, they would show up. <laughs> I know at Creighton, we got in for free. All you do is show your ID. Now you know well, that's because that's because your name is Creighton. Well, that that did help, but <laughs> the name's but, on the building. I but, mean, come on. But, but all the other people got in free too, so it wasn't just yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, Tom, I. I I I wrote the check from for young Andrew Ridge to be there, and, and he and but I, to my to slight disappointment, he goes, but he's just making it before tip off. He's kind of you know, and they've left a couple of games early. He was telling me about it. Some of it's they've got stuff that they got to do. They do you know studies are a little different and all that. But you know, he's not exactly the busiest kid. I, I we think know I've, him, right? I've, so, I've been to virtually every one of the home games and uh, of the McCaffrey era, the Licklider era. I think I can I can count on one I, I think one digit maybe the number of times I've walked up and I usually get there ninety minutes before the game I count one time that that there was uh, a line of students waiting to get in ninety minutes before the game yeah one it, time yeah well you know clearly winning will help so getting them back involved you know getting, winning some more basketball games getting you know championship basketball to be played out there will will make a bit of a difference. And you know the other thing that I think played in is played in that time. Television was different back then. You know we, we you know it was every game was on, and it was an event around the state. Now um, most games are on, but not every game. And then it's a matter of what satellite package you have and all that. So there's even a, a, a more difficult time to build, building a younger fan following for kids coming into school. You know, let alone trying to get uh, kids from Illinois and such excited. But. It's not an excuse, but you're right. It is different. Anyway, moving on. Um, Hawks got their first victory on uh, on the road, first victory in the Big Ten last week. Tom, now they go to Rutgers, uh, a winnable game against a team that plays pretty good defense. And then, of course, you got uh, one of the top ten teams in the country in Purdue coming in this weekend. But it's an opportunity week, Tom. I, I mean, I, I, none of us now are worried about a tournament. We're worried about watching Iowa improve. And this is a week that they can that they can show uh, that last week wasn't a mistake, and that there's still some fight. They can certainly climb back into at least the middle of the pack uh, of a very jumbled 
kind of, as Fran said today, thought the Big Ten was power, basically really good top to bottom. I would disagree with him on that. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think it's a very good league at all. It's it's a lot of very average teams this year, in my opinion, other than maybe Purdue and Michigan State and, and Ohio State. Better than I expected, but I, I'm going to see where they're at in March. And same with Michigan. Um, but yeah, I you know you win. Uh, Wednesday, and you come back, and maybe you pull a surprise, and you beat Purdue, who's playing as well as anybody in the country right now. And uh, you know, maybe you're you're starting to do a little bit if you can do that and get to three and five, and uh, certainly uh, make Iowa fans feel a little more enthused about this team. If there was any chance they could get to five hundred in the Big Ten, I think Iowa fans would be happy going into the tournament. I really do. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. They've just dug themselves such a big hole right now uh, of what they've got to try and climb out of in terms of, uh, you know, being when you start on five, that's a hole. And it's hard to dig out of. And you've uh, got 18 games to, and, you, and you've spent, uh, you know, you're down to 13 games and you got to really play well to get to 500. Did anybody ask Fran today, Tom, about his rotation? They ended up playing fewer guys the other night, some of it by foul uh, count, and some of it just, I, I think he finally kind of left sort of the hot hands in the game, the guys that were actually winning it for him. Did did they talk? Did he talk at all today about maybe sticking a little bit closer to seven or eight guys? Did anybody ask him about that? Yeah, he is, he's been asked about that before, and he is just going to say negative to that. So, um, you know, got asked. Different, about different guys. I asked about Nunji. There was a question about Wagner. There was, um, you know, questions about different guys. And they just, um, it, it's pretty simple. He's not going to, he's going to probably try and play 10 guys in the first half, and then maybe he narrows it down in the second and goes with the guys who are kind of, quote-unquote, hotter hands at that point. You think that's smart? I mean, just as an as an observer. I mean, and, and Tom, you, you watching a long time. I mean, what do you? Uh, I don't mind playing. You know, early trying to get everybody involved and seeing which guy does have that hot hand off the bench. Um, so if you sub every, everybody in and everybody out and try with the second unit, see if somebody gets going. And because there are times when you wouldn't have said Ryan Creener should be out there, and so you know maybe he's out of the rotation then. Um, last week, and he doesn't have those great nine minutes. Then somebody else is eating those minutes at that point. And but he had nine great minutes in the second half against Illinois, and Iowa probably doesn't win that game without him. Well, I, so, I completely agree with you on that, Tom. I think I think that was the best game he's played, no question, this season. Um, and you know, it's interesting. Nunji is is clearly having Big Ten growing pains right now, uh, particularly on defense. And I think if he doesn't you know, if he doesn't play very good defense, then his offense suffers, and it's it's uh, w- one of those deals. And that's a freshman thing. I remember Mac McCausland t- talking to us about Peter Jock and guys that we thought were going to be really good, and they're like, they can't play defense yet in this league. And that's one thing I tell you, Garza has shown that he can defend, and he'll be huge on Saturday against Hap. Yeah, they had to figure things out with uh, with Luca, and he just. You know, I think he got in a little bit of a funk at one point, and uh, but he figured it out. You hope Nunji just toughens up a little bit. I think the physicality of Big Ten basketball has kind of gotten to him at least uh, early on this year. So uh, hopefully, he can continue to play through that and and figure it out because I, I think he's a guy that they're going to really need and, and could really help them down the stretch of the season. All right, Tom. Uh well, and thank you for checking in again. We'll uh, enjoy both games regardless of the outcome this week, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you about a couple of victories next week. Wouldn't that be something? It would be something. Okay. Thanks, guys. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, we'll get, there's there's a little bit of fo- football recruiting still coming up, but uh, sign date is not till February 7th, so we'll talk about that next week with him. Uh, right. We'll keep, keep on the basketball for right now. You know... Um, so as I look at these at these two games, that I'm actually I'm looking forward more to you know tomorrow night be fine. You go play Rutgers. You what time is that game? Six seven o'clock tomorrow night. All these Fox Sports One uh, games are seven o'clock. Eleven a.m. on s- Saturday against. Uh, Do on you get ESPN. Brando and Bardo? I don't know. I think so. 
I think that's their their I think that, but that's not their exclusive Big Ten team. Didn't I see Raftree last night? Uh, wasn't Michigan Maryland on FS1? Maybe, I was yeah, bowling. Yeah. So they, the Michigan Maryland was on FS1 and Bill six Raftree tomorrow. BTN. You got six. Six o'clock. BTN. That's what I thought. I wrote down seven o'clock FS1 based on the Hawkeye Hawkeye Sports website this afternoon, but. Uh, uh, better check that, Trent. I'll double check, but you you could be right, man. I'm just I telling you what I wrote I'm, down. I'm confident he's correct. I I'm, it make more sense to him because Saturday where they were. morning at eleven. That's a good way to start on the day. Uh, ESPN. It is a good way to start today, and I'm I'm looking forward to it because I want it's let's go play let's go play the big boys and see how we break it down at some point in time. Well, there's it's no fun to try Purdue to get the upset. The big boys. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it, it's amazing Pat, how Dakota Miller. How that's the that same Miller, team. That name? The names change every year, but they look exactly the same. Don't they? Is Robbie Hummel still play for them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kevin Kugler, Sean Morris on the call on BTN six o'clock. Really? Boy, Poindexter. I, I you know, know Sean Morris from Altoona. I don't wonder South what I wonder what I saw. Huh, Sean Morris? He's from Altoona. You the, didn't know that? I knew he was an Iowa. We played against him in uh, AAU basketball. I didn't remember being from Iowa. I knew he was from Iowa. Southeast Polk. Okay. Did not remember they was from yep from Central Iowa. Okay, so I got a wrong good Northwestern good uh, grad as you as we all know. Oh yeah, and he lit Iowa up from time to time. He just loved playing against Iowa back then. Yeah, you know, he was an interesting burn, burn you know, a little burn, burn his saddle. All right, so uh, I guess George Rattling didn't think much of him because that had been when he been recruited. Well, George had a lot of talent on that he was recruiting. If you not a lot of it from Ed Iowa, Horton by the way, or Sean Morris. Who are you? Taking? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean, yeah, Easy Ed Horton's a good call. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Greg Stokes is a good call. Yeah, yeah. Michael Michael Payne. Yeah, good call. So, uh, well, those guys, Loot recruited those guys, but George had them, and and yeah, and he continued to recruit all the way through that team that Tom Davis got to coach when he first came in. You know, Tom had his hiccups in the middle a little bit, too, because he had to change over eventually to his own guys. It was a little bit tougher when, you know, because well, Raveling had it. Year four, down. Year yeah. eight, same D- year as Fran McCaffrey. Down. Very down year. Yeah, was yeah. it? And then it went back up again. It did. Got better. The, the talent got was better. Was year eight the year Street died, though? No. Because 85. No, no. Year eight was like James Winters was the best player on the team, and, and he was good. Mm-hmm. Um, freshman named Jess Settles was running yes, around. Yes, yes. So it, it it was a, it was a team that had some talent, but they had a tough time closing out games and winning games. I remember that. It's yeah. time for our Templeton Rye last call. It is brought to you by the good stuff, Templeton Rye, small batch whiskey. What do you got? I got us uh, winning at Rutgers, sixty-eight, sixty-seven. How's that sound? I'm doing the math. Uh, you're you're taking the hawk because because Rutgers is giving a point, right? Rutgers is currently favored by one to start the game. It's essentially a pick'em game, so I think the Hawks win by one, and I think that we get rolled on Saturday. And you think we get rolled on Saturday? In early emotional boost, but then uh, talent and everything, and they just wear us out. I don't think so. Double digit loss. I don't think so. I think they go down. I think Purdue's favored by. I'm going to guess eleven. I think Iowa uh, loses tomorrow night at Rutgers. Uh, we're all dis- we're all disappointed, and we go into Saturday, and I think the emotions carry them uh, to a, a, a sh- um, very shocking, close, shocking upset of the Purdue Boilermakers. How do you like that? Them apples. Well, that's going to be the only place you're going to hear that on the radio and on your podcast. All right. Thanks, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. For Dave Creighton Jr. and Trent Connor, I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for...